You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 70 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm so glad you're here listening in with us today. We have an exciting topic today with a good friend of mine. I want to introduce Cheryl Bastion. Cheryl is a homeschool mom of eight, and she has children ranging all the way from four up through mm-hmm. adult, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cheryl has been a friend of mine for a number of years and has so much wisdom mm-hmm. because she has had that experience of raising so many um, of her own children, but she also is an evaluator for her community. Mm-hmm. And so she interacts with a lot of homeschool families and has seen a lot of things that work really well and right. what sometimes doesn't work. <laughs> so um, Cheryl has a lot of great resources, though, and you can find her at CherylBastion.com. You can also follow her on Facebook at Celebrate Simple. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to talk about today is, uh, I say it's an exciting topic because it's new for us at FPEA at our convention this year. Uh, we're talking about busy bags. And we wanted to talk about this specifically because it is actually a workshop that we wanted to bring to the convention this year and specifically to help the moms of the little young toddlers and children that are, you know, always coming to our convention, mm-hmm. but then also knowing that busy bags are a great way to help them start early with the learning process mm-hmm. and also to keep their hands busy so yeah. that they're not into other things. And uh, we felt like it was really important because we're always wanting to try to at FPA meet the needs yes. of those families at all the different ages and uh, different sa- seasons and phases of life. Uh, so we were really excited to do this. And Cheryl, you were the first person mm-hmm. that I really thought of when I was looking for somebody to do this because this is right up your alley. It is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> so for the sake of those who may be listening that don't really understand what that term busy bag mm-hmm. means yeah. or what it means for us, you want to explain a little bit about what that looks like? What is a busy sure. bag? And Sure. Yeah. I, busy bags, actually, for me, I, I kind of want you to know my heart a little bit, is it's kind of a contradiction. It's not meant to just keep them busy or to right. occupy them. Yes, true. There are times when if you've got an older child and you want to edit a paper or you just need time to do math with an older child, you can give them something productive, meaningful, and purposeful to do while you're right. doing that instead of just sitting around the TV. Although, that, again, I'm a mom. I've made the mistakes. You know, we all <laughs> divert to something to keep them busy. But right. I don't want people to I just think it's to keep them busy because truly a lot of times when I keep these uh, purse activities, activity bag, act, pick, pa- activity packets, whatever you want to call them in my purse or in my diaper bag or in the car, even I keep them in my right. car. 
they're there because I know there's going to be moments in, in our day that are going to lull a little bit. We have to wait or even just times we just need to refresh and regroup right. or we need to reconnect. And it's stuff that we can, uh, it's an activity we can do to work together to bring us back. It's all about relationship. But these little ones, mm. really, they want us. They want to interact with us. They want to play with us. They want, they love games. Yes. And to them, it's a game. So And there's value in learning from them. What you're saying is it isn't just about busy doing something. Right. There's value in the learning that they're going to gain from what they're exactly. doing. Exactly. So even though these are disguised as a lot of fun sometimes, there's more to it. Oh, that. absolutely. Besides the motor skills and, and processing and hand-eye coordination, there's also skills you can teach with them, and they think it's fun. Right. And you get to do it together. Right. right. And it's it's short usually for their attention span, which is perfect because they don't have a real long attention yeah. span. So that's kind of a, an explanation of what we're doing mm -hmm. and what this will look like. But I know that for those people who are going to register for our convention, right. it's a separate registration. It has a small fee right. attached to it. Um, so we were hoping that we could maybe talk a little bit about what they're going to do sure. in the workshop and then sure. what they'll walk away with. Yeah. If you can, yeah. Um, tell it, to us a me, I was really super excited, Suzanne, when you um, told me you wanted to do this because it brought back memories of me either going to a support group meeting or a mom's meeting, or even back before that, when mm -hmm. I was in the classroom, I would make, do make and takes for the parents that I right. that I of the kids I taught. So to me, it was right up my alley. I was really excited because we all get excited when we get to take something away from a from a workshop. And mm -hmm. yes, that might be a nugget. But sometimes those nuggets fall by the wayside and we don't really have anything to do with them later. We forget them. But with this, this is a way that you can actually make something tangible. We're going to make three bags. Um, they're going to use, we're going to combine the skills of math and language arts and science. So each bag will have a specific um, skill or concept that kids are going to learn while they're doing that. But also I'm going to give... As the parents are making these bags, I'm going to give them ways to extend that activity or extra activities to reinforce that skill or maybe even picture book ideas so that you can turn it into kind of a little unit study or just fun ways to master a concept that your kids might be maybe struggling with or something you want to be able to teach them. Let's say contractions. Those might not be fun for for kids but right. if you turn it into a game it all of a sudden is fun and they retain it and learn it because it's fun and it engages them right and I think that about. that's I think that that's so true and I think that you know more and more we see that families are looking for ways that are somewhat I like to call it out of the box yeah you know for, for sure. learning because sometimes some of the traditional methods you know where on our students, they have different needs and they different do. ways they of can't learning. Sit very long and do they worksheets. can't always <laughs> sit and do this. Right. So I think it's great. I think the other thing too is we set this particular workshop up mm. for um, moms on Friday morning. So right. it's like first thing Friday sure. morning. Um, we had a, a reason for that. Part mm. of that reason was that we know that a lot of families come with those little right. ones with them. Right. So these are things that we felt like, okay, they can take them and use them over right. the course of the next couple yep, of days, exactly. even to let their um, child explore while they're listening to workshops or Absolutely. doing something else on the weekend. Um, so that's one thing. I think one of the most valuable things about this though, and when I'm talking to moms that have children in these ages, you know, sometimes you're so busy. You know how mm -hmm. that is, especially oh, if you yeah. have multiple oh, small yeah. children yeah. Uh, or just multiple age children in your family. 
um, it's so busy and you feel like I need something and you, you know, made a comment a while ago. Sometimes we just end up giving them the TV or a screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I love about this workshop is it's going to give, I think, each one of these moms some confidence to be able to walk away and know that this is also something they can do at home and do right. it without a lot of materials, exactly. without a lot of prep work. It exactly. can be very easy right. to put together some of your own busy bags. Exactly. And so that it is something they can do at home. And do you have any thoughts on like where ideas for that might come or will you sure. be sharing that with them? The day I, of the workshop. Yes, I will. I mean, right. I want to make sure that the that the listeners know we're actually going to be making three bags. They will take home right. three bags of activities that they can use either that at convention or, hey, if it's a mom's weekend away, you Get have away. something to surprise them <laughs> when right. you get back home. <laughs> and they'll be excited mom went somewhere because she brought them a gift. That's um, great. But at home, yeah, beyond that, you know, it's simple. Sometimes we make these things so hard. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it even this morning before I left home. We have an old Scrabble game, and once you're missing a couple tiles, you're like, oh, we can't play anymore because we're missing some E's or whatever. But those are great. Put those in a baggie and stick them in your purse. Right. You can go all, you can, for the little kids, they can sort out all the A's or all the E's, or they can put all the vowels together, the, all the consonants together. For the older kids, they can spell their spelling words for the week. And it just right. gives a little twist on how to sit at the table and do worksheets all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it could be Scrabble tiles. I keep a deck of cards in my purse. And, and we could play, yes, we could play concentration, we could play match it, we could play put all the fours together, we can do addition with those for the older kids. So again, I'm looking for simple ways that I can meet the needs of whomever might be with me that day. Um, last night we went to church early. My husband had to be there a little earlier than we did. So we sat in the little lobby and I have this game called Busy Bee, which mm -hmm. if you haven't found, go find it online. I'm not sure how much <laughs> it's going to cost you because I had it when I was a kid, right. got it from my grandmother, but... We had three, a, a four-year, well, she's almost four, four to 13 playing this game. Well, actually, I'm a little older than 13, so actually a little older, you but count, right? all ages, multi-generational, which is the other great gift. Mm -hmm. If you're going to grandma's and you have to wait, include grandma in the game. She'll right. love that. And right. so they're really, again, the misnomer is it's a busy bag, but it's not. It's mm -hmm. it's more than that. There's a relational aspect. There's a fun relation, a fun aspect to it. It's just different. Um, and you don't want to use it. That's the other thing is if you're always putting them in front of something and you're not really with them, they're going to resent it. It's right. like anything else. Right. So anything without balance is, is not. Yeah. So yeah, tiles, deck of cards, uh, dice is another thing you can keep in your, in your, you can add those, you can subtract those, you can, I could have a three and have the child roll a three. Because again, mm -hmm. those groups of three or the group of two, those are visuals that young kids have to put in their minds so that when they're seeing an addition problem, two plus three, they actually have a visual of what the two looks like and the three looks like in their mind, mm -hmm. helps them be able to learn those facts. Right. So there's a lot of foundational there's skills you could do with fun. <laughs> there is. And I think that you were just giving some great examples of you don't have to go online and order these things or purchase these things and you don't have to spend a lot of money no. which is you know I know a lot of the time I have a, a daughter who's got three small children and you know a lot of the times you buy something new and the the three-year-old has nearly destroyed it by the time <laughs> by the time you get value out of it but you know because that happens sometimes when you have multiple age children things get lost or misplaced mm -hmm. or torn and you don't like spending so much money, but these are things again that is right. it's very manageable. It is manageable. And I think that that's so important because you are so busy when you um, 
are dealing with that many children. And I think that's one of the reasons, too, that we call them busy bags is it's for it's good for when mom's busy sure. to help keep the kids, you know, occupied with, occupied something, with meaningful. something meaningful right. while they're, you know, exactly. while they're doing something. Yeah. And it can and be just a, even so, yeah. a tablet and pencils. We forget colored right. pencils from the dollar store and a tablet in your that's, purse. Perfect. You've got yeah. all, you have now a tool that you can do spelling, you do math, you can draw pictures, you can mm-hmm. play tic-tac-toe, you can play the dot game. Like that's there's, right. so it's many just things. pencils and paper. So many things. And I think that's why I love sharing these kinds of things with you because you make it so simple. And mm. I love that Celebrate Simple is yeah. <laughs> where they can find you again. Well, on we Facebook. make it so complicated. That's right. We, we make do make it complicated. complicated. And sometimes it's as simple as sand and mud and rocks. Which, again, pebbles is another thing. You could keep a bag of pebbles in your purse. (laughs) They'll find something (laughs) to do with it. (laughs) They'll find something to do. This is so true. Well, um, I'm excited about this workshop. I think it's going to be great. And I appreciate you taking the time to help us Mm -hmm. break down a little bit about what that's going to look like for everyone. Um, But also, I just want to mention, again, this is at our convention. Mm -hmm. Our convention registration is open right now. And you can go online and you can register for a convention um, and also register for this workshop. Right. So there are a couple of other workshops I want to mention that you're going to mm-hmm. be um, teaching at convention as well. That if, if somebody listening to us is interested mm-hmm. in this, they really might be interested in a couple of your other workshops. Um, one, Cheryl is going to be doing a one called Math Never Tasted. Mm. So good. Sure. You want to tell us a little bit about that sure. one? Sure. Um, kids love food. We all, <laughs> they do. It's part of their day, the snacks, the food. So I'm always like when I cut a sandwich, I, you know, there's ways just cutting a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Cut the, do you want that in quarters? And I'm like, quarters? What's that? Yeah. Opportunity to tell them four equal parts. And they right. want to know what's equal because especially if they're sharing it with a sibling, they want it to be equal. <laughs> so you're basically using the... Well, food and this, you know, cooking, it is more than that. It's kitchen math, but it's just even allowing them to say, okay, we're going to sort out. If you've got some kind of trail mix or snack mix, sorting those things out. Mm -hmm. Sorting is a preschool skill. It's a pre-math skill that kids need before they get to the the math that we often think of. And so giving parents opportunities to throw math vocabulary in Mm -hmm. on just everyday simple things yes we're all going to measure and we all want to cook brownies we double the recipe we all kind of know that but there's other things that you can do with fun things they appreciate and enjoy that helps them retain the information so again this is going to focus on something that you're doing every day already and dealing with (laughs) right and just using it to Mm -hmm. see the skills and i think again one of the things i really value about this Mm. is that when you're talking to parents of younger children sometimes They'll, they'll say to me all the time, I feel like I'm not teaching them anything. Like oh, I'm not getting gosh, anything done. Yes, yes. And I always encourage them and say, just by living with them every day, you're teaching them so much that you don't put, mm-hmm. you know, a, a title to. Right. But this helps, I think, for, you mm-hmm. know, families to be able to see you really are. They're learning so much. And oh, yeah. there are some small tweaks we can do to make it even mm-hmm. more effective um as we go another workshop you're doing is picture books paper and Mm. paint brushes (laughs) and i know this is an exciting workshop too what is that one gonna cover Um, well yes it's picture books so 
books that are inviting, invite children to, to read them. You mm -hmm. know, it could be simple books like the Eric Carle books we all know and love or right. Robert McCloskey. But I'm going to take it one step further and I'm going to encourage parents to, some books are going to be collage, some are going to be watercolors, some are going to mm -hmm. be mostly collage, but then being able to extend that to allow kids to say, you know what, you could create that. Right. I could. Yeah, you could. And so, yeah, there's a little mess, but mess <laughs> learning is messy, especially with the little kids. And you can take it outside. So yes. I'm going to encourage parents to to be a little brave and it's okay to be messy, but how can <laughs> we okay. do that so that we can do it in a way that everybody's still, it's not stressful. Right. But right. that they're also not only going to love the picture books, but they're going to have a hand in maybe doing the art, which they love. Little kids mm. love art. I've got them. <laughs> it's paint, <Yes. laughs> it's paper, it's glue, it's scissors, it's staples. So how do you take all the things they love and put it into a way, into a picture book, but extending that into something that they're going to walk and say, I could be Eric Carle. Yes, right. you could. Right. You know, Jerry Pinckney, who's an amazing picture book illustrator, mm -hmm. he was, he's severely dyslexic. And it, right. and it was through the art that he realized, wow, I have something to contribute. And look mm -hmm. at him. He's a Caldecott He's, medalist. Right. And our and sometimes we just read the picture book, but we don't draw the kids' attention to, wow, there's like coffee grounds in that. You know, Denise mm -hmm. Fleming, she's mm -hmm. very, she uses a collage message. She uses coffee grounds and hay. And once you get, you're teaching your kids to be observers. If they're looking at the pictures and they're like, oh, look at that, there's a piece of newsprint, whatever. You're teaching them yeah. how to be an observer, which is part of the scientific method. Right. It's observation skills. So there are lots of things that you can do with picture books besides still just read them, which yes. is still great. Right. <laughs> Reading them is which great. Which is great. But there's so other things you could do. There's... So we're going to unpack that and give parents some really practical ways that they can pull our kids into that and enjoy learning that's with them. That's great. I think that that's awesome. And we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward yeah. to convention. Um, I thank you again just for being here yeah. today and sharing Absolutely. this with me. Um, I do want to say that I would encourage you to go online and register for convention. Mm -hmm. Registration uh, online closes on May the 3rd. So register sooner rather than later. Of course, if you don't get it done by then, you can register on site as well. Um, but for this workshop, we'll need to have registration ahead of time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, um, well, thank you again for being here. Everyone, thank you for listening in today. I just want to remind you that if you're considering homeschooling or maybe you're already fully engaged, mm -hmm. uh, to remember FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. You can check out our website, www.fpa.com, for exciting opportunities and other valuable resources. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.